Hey friends, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. I'm Rob Kosberg, and every week I show you how to use a best-selling book to grow your income and your impact. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, I recorded a short video explaining our trademarked process at beginmybook.com. I want to talk to you today about multiplying customer value. I was actually reading a great book. Uh, I want to recommend this to you. Great book by Dan Kennedy. Highly, highly recommend it. It's called Almost Alchemy. It's one of Dan's uh, latest books, which is uh, really fantastic. If you haven't read Dan, you absolutely should read Dan. And uh, there's a bunch of different ways that you can, uh, within your business, create value, uh, create, uh, you know, more saved income, for example, higher revenues. It's just fantastic. And one of the things that Dan talked about was multiplying customer value. And uh, it made me directly think about some of the things we're doing with Publish, Promote, Profit and uh, the things that I teach you. And I just thought, you know, let me go back through really carefully what we do, how we're doing it, and how I believe uh, you can, and potentially the best way you can create amazing customer value using your book. The first thing I want to share with you is that I say this uh, oftentimes to clients, but probably not often enough publicly. Your book is a real dichotomy. And what I mean by that is on one hand, your book and and having a best-selling book is like the greatest positioning tool ever. Uh, Anyone that's at the the top of their industry, best-selling author. Those that are most known, best-selling author. Those that are uh, looked up to, best-selling authors. And yet, on the other end of that equation is your book is like the cheapest way, the least expensive way for someone to enter your world. So on one hand, you have this massive, valuable piece for people that positions you in, in an incredible way, right? Heavy, heavy weighted towards you being an authority, a thought leader, an expert. And yet, on the other hand, someone is just paying a few bucks for it. It's the cheapest way into your world. So what I tell my clients a lot, and what I believe very, very firmly, is that if your plan is to make all your money from book sales, from royalties, et cetera, then you are not multiplying customer value. And in fact, you're going to get you know potentially very bored very quickly and move off of the focus, which should be on your book, but it should be using your book in a more powerful way. And you're going to go chase some other shiny object in your business, thinking that that's the answer when you, you had the Ferrari sitting in the garage all along. So what, what is, because you have this dichotomy, what is the plan? How do you actually multiply customer value? And so I want to share with you exactly how we do it at bestseller publishing and you don't have to do something as complicated as this but you do have to understand this piece right here see this this is just a, a simple version of a ladder or an ascension plan and what you have to understand is that like internally we as people are framed are you know formed within our dna to want to climb a ladder to want to ascend on a ladder And so if you find somebody that gets your book and is interested in your book, then more than likely, and at least 
in a percentage fashion. You also have somebody that wants to take one more step with you, maybe two more steps, three more steps, four more steps, etc., with you. Because they took that first step on your ladder, if you don't have a ladder for them to climb, if you have no way for them to ascend, pay you more money, get more proximity to you, get more information from you, then you will never multiply the customer value, the massive customer value that your book really is within your business. So you first need to understand this premise that you have to have an ascension plan for your clients. They come to you initially, maybe they've never heard of you before, but they come to you because of this, and now you have to be able to lay out for them a path to take step number two, step number three, step number four, step number five. And, you know, if you do a great job for your clients, continue laying out a, pa a path for them to take additional steps with you. So how do we do that at Bestseller Publishing? What is the ascension plan once someone comes to us for the book? You know, it's a little complicated, but it probably looks a little more complicated than it is, but let me lay it out for you. For us, it all starts with the book being free. However, we want to work with people that are, are pulling a wallet uh, out of their pants and pulling a credit card out of their wallet. Now, why do I want to do that? Now, when I did my first book, which is over there, Life After Debt, uh, I didn't know any, I didn't know there was such a thing as a free plus shipping funnel. I didn't understand any of that stuff. In fact, that didn't even exist at the time, certainly not in the form, you know, 12 or 13 years ago that it is today. But what I kind of intrinsically knew is if I could get my book into people's hands, even for free, even ship it to them on my own dime, then I would have people I could have a conversation with and potentially sell into the next step of my ascension. It was very simple. It was very raw. It was a book. Primarily, I used radio. I offered it for free on the radio. And then we had consultative calls with people that asked for the book. That was it. It's really simple. It was one step of ascension. Now, it's gotten a little more complicated than that because what I understood was that somebody that that gets a free book and pays me a shipping charge of $7.95 is 16 times more valuable than somebody that just gives me an email address. In other words, someone that gives me an email address is 16 times less committed, right, to climbing this ladder than someone that just gives me $7.95. But if I stop there, I wouldn't be multiplying that customer's value. I wouldn't give them the ladder to climb and give them a way to get more content, more information, more help, ultimately from me and from Bestseller Publishing. So what do we do? Well, we give them several options. Once they, they give us the $7.95, we have what we call bumps, right? The first bump is a $37 course. It's a very, very short form course on how to use Kickstarter to raise money for your book. We've gotten a lot of great reviews from that. I had a client, Mia Moran, that raised over $52,000 using just the cover of her book because her book wasn't done yet. And that $52,000 raise was so impressive to me. I said, hey, let's, let's do a little mini course here on how that can be done. And I offer that for $37. And every single person, of every person that gives me $7.95, 18% of those people, or roughly one out of five, give me an additional $37 for that Kickstarter course. 
Now, besides that, as you know, I have workbooks. I offer them in digital format as well as physical format. So I offer a bundle pack for $44, which gives them not just publish, promote, profit, but it also gives them my workbook and it gives them the digital versions of all those so they can use them anytime. I have about 10% of the people, of all people that give me $7.95, take this. So one out of 10. One out of five, an extra 37 bucks. One out of 10, an extra $47. However, I don't stop there. Why? Because I'm continuing to multiply customer value. Remember, this is not my end goal, by the way. From there, we have a one-time offer where we allow people to download the audiobook. I don't have the audiobook available on Audible or on Amazon. And because of that, I offer it via my funnel for $47 and they get six training courses. That's uh, about 16 hours worth of content. It's a lot of content that I'm giving them. Okay. So $7.95, the bumps, right? The package or the $37 Kickstarter program. From there, everybody goes to the next page which is the $47 offer. This is how I'm raising customer value. I'm multiplying customer value. And about 17% of all buyers get the audio version of the book and the six courses that I give. By the way, if you're ever gonna do something like this, you always wanna offer the audio version of your book as a bump or as your first upsell because it typically is the best upsell that you can offer. So. Roughly, uh, not quite one out of five, just a little less than one out of five, take this additional $47 offer. And then last but not least, I offer people a massive discount on what we call BSPU. If they go through the book funnel, they can get one year access to it for $297. Or as a downsell, if they say no to that, then I say, would you like it for $97 times three payments, which is still roughly 297, right? What we found, by the way, uh, and only two out of 100 people, so 2% take this, but two out of 100 pay me an additional 300 bucks, which is significant. So it raises, it multiplies my customer value by just offering it to people as an opportunity to take it if they're interested in it. If they're not, no problem. They can still get everything else as little or as much as they want. What this does all of this combined for the last 18 months and roughly 15,000 or so sales of this has meant that every single person that came to me for a free book with only a $7.95 shipping charge has ended up with the average customer value of $37.50. So every person that says, I want it for free, but I'll pay for the shipping ends up being worth $37.50 just in this part of the funnel, okay? Now, this isn't what I'm really after, but I'm going to explain to you why I, why I do all this in just a minute. So $37.50, I've been paid on average of the 15,000 or so people who have purchased this book in the last 16 months, 18 months. It's not quite 18 months. I think it was since, last, since October of 18 that we've been doing it. Not bad, right? Hundreds of thousands of dollars in sales. Now, what has this allowed me to do? It's allowed me to do two things. It's allowed me to spend more than my competition to acquire a customer. Something I learned early on back in 2009, 2010, 
when I had my other book, my, my financial services company book, was that as I spent more and more money on radio advertising and local media, uh, I began like fencing out my competition, which was really an interesting thing. I did not plan on that. That was not my goal. It was not even something that I was aware of. But I noticed this happening. And here's how I noticed it. When, when I started with my radio show, uh, first, it, it was actually appearing on radio shows as just a guest expert. And I was just hammering the phones to try to get guest expert slots to talk about the financial crisis because of my book. And I did that. I booked it myself. And then that led into me having my own show, which then led into me spending money. I spent about 500 bucks a month in my first month on radio ads. I made a significant return on investment. I spent more and more and more and more. By the end of it, I was spending about $20,000 a month on local radio. Now, that's a lot of money. Uh, 20 grand a month on local radio because we were making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in this process. But here's the cool thing I saw. I saw other companies doing the same thing that we were doing and they would come in and they would advertise a similar ad on the exact same radio station that I was advertising on. And they would do that for a month or maybe two months and then they would flitter away, flutter away, whatever. They, they would go away. And, and I got to thinking, why are they going away? And I actually read this from, from uh, another Dan Kennedy material. And many of you know, I love Dan and I follow his stuff. And uh, he's an incredible uh, marketer and, and trainer. And what Dan teaches is what you've done is you've built a hedge, a, a wall, a fence around your herd. Because I've been a, I was able, because we were making uh, such good return on investment, and I had been on the radio and spending so much. I mean, I was the company that people were thinking of in the local market because we were spending so much. So I was able to spend more to acquire a customer because I had the way to ascend them and to multiply customer value. I see the exact same thing happening with my book and with Facebook and Instagram and YouTube every single day. I see other people come in in the publishing business, right? They, they wrote their own book and it did modestly well. And now all of a sudden they're ghostwriters and experts, right? Uh, which, you know, I can't talk too bad about because that's how I got started, you know, 12 years ago. Uh, you don't know what you don't know, right? But the funny thing is they'll advertise a little while and then they'll stop advertising. Do you know why that is? Because it's too expensive for them to cut in on what I've been doing for seven or eight years. And because I have, I have multiplied the customer value, right? I, I have a way to take this free thing and extract $37.50 from every single person that wants it before they ever enter the real part of my funnel that I'm interested in, which is ultimately selling our done-for-you services, which range from $8,000 to $50,000 and even higher. We've brought on clients as high as $120,000, a single client. So because of the multiplication of customer value using this process, I've built a, a, a fence around the competition. Believe me, there's lots of would-be uh, publishers and competitors of mine that do maybe similar things or, or close enough in some ways that they could start pulling some of my potential clients from me. And certainly they do, and, and that happens. But the reality is, because I'm able to spend more to get a customer, because I'm getting the kind of return on investment that I need, I'm able to fence them out and box them out 
because they're not willing to spend that much because they don't, they have not multiplied customer value in the same way. So you have to ask yourself these questions. You have to ask yourself, am I multiplying customer value? Look at, at any point, if you just went, and it doesn't have to be this complicated, right? But if you just went from, you know, 795 book all the way to an ascension of 8,000 to $50,000, you would certainly get some clients. There's no question about it. That's, you know, in some ways what we were doing before. What would you be missing out on? Well, you'd be missing out on all the $37.50, which you go, oh, that's not very much money. I'd rather have 8,000. Well, I would rather have 8,000 too. But here's the cool thing. If you can spend $50,000 a month on Facebook advertising and get back 30, 40, or even $50,000 of that almost immediately, then now you have no limit in one sense, except for capacity within your own company, you have no limit on how much you can actually spend, right? You can continue to raise that spend to bring in more leads, more opportunities, et cetera, because you're making money back on every single sale and purchase that goes through and you're making it back immediately. So when you multiply your customer value, it allows you not to go into the hole immediately while you're waiting to get the 8K to the 50K. You know, we just brought on uh, you know, a new client, we bring on, I don't know, maybe 18 to 20 new clients. That, that's what we'll do in the month of January. Brought on a new client just a couple of days ago, and we were having a conversation. And uh, because it was kind of interesting, he asked if he, if he could speak. And I said, I said, um, you know what, I, I've seen actually, I have a big email list, like 65,000 uh, on it. And I, I said, you know, I've actually seen your name. He goes, you know, I've been on your email list for six years. Uh, she did, excuse me. She said, I've been on your email list for six years. And I'm like, why haven't you bought it till now? She said, oh, there's, you know, there's lots of reasons, but I'm like, you know, if I had to, to, to spend all my money on marketing advertising and wait six years to recoup that eight or $50,000, then, you know, that's a model that doesn't really work very well. But if I'm able to multiply the, the customer value on the front end immediately and get somebody ascending up this ladder step-by-step, step, then guess what? My business has real strength. And I can box out the competition by spending more money to acquire a customer than they're able to, because all they're doing is waiting for the high ticket and they don't have anything in between. So what do you have to do with this information? I hope this all makes sense to you. We, we want you to build a fence around your business, right? We want you to be able to spend more money to acquire a customer because this boxes out your competition. And when you use a book and think of it like a dichotomy, it's the cheapest way for someone to enter your world. But on the other hand, it's the thing that gives you the most authority and, and the most kind of expertise and thought leadership in the market. Now we have to balance those things. We have to bring people in with the inexpensive piece of it. And we have to continue to raise your celebrity and authority using it by getting it into more and more hands so that those people, the people that can afford your high ticket services say, you know what? I'd rather Rob just do all this for me. And you know what? He's going to work with me for two years and do my media and my PR and my book writing and everything. He's worth $50,000 because it's two years of my life that I'll never get back. And I want an expert to do it. I want that person. Truth be told, that may only be one out of a thousand people, right? That, that enter into my funnel at any given time. But I don't worry about the one out of a thousand. I'm not trying to find a needle in a haystack, what I'm doing is I'm just getting more and more and more needles put in the haystack, so to speak, by using my book and continuing to grow my authority and celebrity 
because I can multiply client value on the front end. So I, I know you, you probably have a lot of questions and I want to answer questions, but let me give you a couple of things to think about and kind of to do's. Number one, do you have, so you need to think through, do you have some type of ascension ladder for your clients? Now, it doesn't have to be this complicated, right? But you have to give people ways to take steps with you. It can't be just $7.95 or $24.95. It has to be, you know, various tiers. And if you have a few different tiers, then guess what? You're going you're gonna to get some people that stop here, some people that stop here, and some people that go all the way to the top. And that's exactly what you want because you're multiplying the opportunities that people have to actually spend money with you. So number one, do you have an Ascension plan? And is it clearly laid out what that is? Number two, do you have some way, right? Some thought through way that you're actually going to use your book, right? The thing that you put your blood, sweat, and tears into. Do you have some way to create that, that thought leadership, that way to bring them inexpensively into your world and get them to start taking steps? I do it via paid advertising. I do it via getting them into, you know, my initial funnel and then taking them through the various steps until ultimately we both get what we want. And that is, I get a client that I can serve at the highest level. That's who I'm going to directly engage with. And they get the results that they want by engaging our services. Now, that's what you want, I think, ultimately. But do you have some intermediate plan to get them from, I don't know who you are at all. And I, I don't even know that you can solve my problem all the way up to the point where they say, you're the right person for me. So this is the way that you have to think about your business. I don't want you to be uh, I don't want you to think in an overcomplicated fashion. I didn't start here, right? This is after many, many, many years of me writing books and of using these systems and processes to get to this place. But I do want you to know this can be done and you can set this up. It takes time, it takes energy, it takes money, it takes resources to do it, but you can do it. And when you get something like this working, holy cow, you, you have an opportunity to make a huge income and a huge impact with your best-selling book. Whether you do this or not, you need a way to get people to initially, using your book, come into your world and start ascending up your ladder, start going up your ascension so that they can become the clients that you want them to be and that you can solve the problems that you solve. Hey, thanks for listening in on the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute and like and subscribe to the podcast because every week I bring you either great guests or great teaching to help you to grow your income and your impact with a best-selling book. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, check out my short video which explains our trademark process at beginmybook.com.